check in the chat room, see if they could hear. We go, finally. All right, folks. Pastor Eli James here. I uh, have a couple of special guests today. Uh, my usual co-host, Michael from Sweden and Fritjof Person. We're going to do a show about the ongoing genocide caused by the banksters and Big Pharma. Uh, Revelation chapter 18, verse 23, which I will uh, bring up momentarily. Thanks for joining us. This pr- presentation is designed to be uh, presented uh, in video to, to around the world on various formats and various platforms so that people can understand what's really happening in the world with regard to the UN, the World Health Organization, Big Pharma, Bill Gates, and of course uh, the, the international banksters who are funding all of this infertility slash uh, death cult vaccine. I refer to it as vaccines, V-E-X-X-I-N, because vaccines do not produce any kind of health, positive health effects whatsoever. We've all been brainwashed into believing that at some point or another. In addition, we have uh, tons of uh, radiation factors uh, contributing to sterility the sperm count of the average white male, because most white males live in highly uh, you know, advanced countries where there's all kinds of radiation. The sperm count is like 60% less than what it used to be 10, 20 years ago. So all of these things are contributing to a, a population depopulation time bomb. How's that for an intro for today's show, folks? All right, this is Bloodlines, Eurofolk Radio. May 16, 2021, and I'm going to turn it over to Fritjof because uh, he has prepared, you know, a, a an introductory statement of sorts. So well, let's con- let's go with Fritjof. You're on, Fritjof. Thank you. Yes, I'm sounding the alarm. This is a great communist Pearl Harbor, where a mass extermination attack. It's very sneaky in the way of a pandemic, There is no pandemic. Multiple, multiple doctors, very well reputed, have gone public. They have sacrificed their careers. Mike Yeadon, Professor Dolores Cahill, Dr. Carrie Madej, etc., etc. They are heavily censored because they speak the truth. And the perfect way to exterminate people is actually to fool them, to fool them to take a jab, a murderous cocktail jab to kill them off. And this has everything to do with the fact that we are at the end of a monetary cycle. And your biggest enemy is actually the banks and then government. And this is a genocide agenda. This is very terrible. And I sleep a lot, something 15 hours a day, because this is wearing heavily on me. I can see this. I understand this. People, wake up. Wake up. Do not take the jab. I plead with you. And also the nasal swab and the face mask. Here in Sweden, there is a Mr. Lennart Fröderberg. He has filmed face mask worms and nasal swab worms, small little black worms inside the tissue of the face mask and the nasal swab. 
And to me, this is a three-pronged attack. First, scar humanity with a pandemic which does not exist, and then kill them off with the the, the COVID jab and and the this uh, face mask and the nasal swab. Also, there is a paper, this Slovak paper. I have published it at my uh, various accounts. And um, I can't, I'm not a doctor, but it is a very detailed document with lots of photographs where they claim they have analyzed uh, the, the, the tip of the nasal swab and they claim it contains hollow nylon cylinders which they claim contain hydrogel yes and when they when they spat on this it started growing and this is very terrible yes. back to you yeah well i understand that the hydrogel is a silicon based compound where the nanoparticles that uh, when that uh, nylon disintegrates forms nanoparticles which actually form into an antenna array so uh, we've been saying here for the last several years that the intention of the international banksters, obviously headed by the Rothschilds and their corporations, of which Bill Gates, head of Planned Bill Gates Sr., head of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, and others who have been promoting a depopulation agenda, and that's what it is. Planned Parenthood is a depopulation agenda. It's called genocide, folks. It's called genocide. And they're trying to soft sell this genocide by claiming, well, they'll make the world a better place with fewer people. But then they want to, by their own terminology, want to eliminate six and a half billion of us and leave uh, only 500 million as their, uh, well, as their slaves, essentially. Uh, so they have a small number of slaves who will do their bidding, and they will have the earth as a paradise to themselves. That is the plan, folks. goes back to the Club of Rome and the Rockefellers and their, their association with the Club of Rome. Uh, people such as Jacques Cousteau, Henry Kissinger, David Rockefeller, all have been promoting this depopulation agenda and have been soft-selling it as the, the Planned Parenthood. That's, that's what this is all about. So, uh, you know, Michael, what's your take on this at, at this point? Because uh, you've studied this uh, extensively as well. Yeah, and I can fully agree with the um, Fritjof introduction here. And the first line that I did mark in a paper that was sent by you, Eli, and also you, Fritjof, was just this, what is said. Um, this regarding to the those swabs when they say, quote, from this information, it is clear that testics are criminal tools of genocide in the population of Slovakia. This is worldwide, um, thoughtful and carefully prepared event. So, yes, this is a genocide and also very good at you, um, because that was something I would ask so people also understand what, what hydrogel is. It is a, it's a carrier of, and also what was interesting when I read this article is that this hydrogel, it's more, it, it's, it's one to... And it seems to um, head toward where you have the most of magnetism in your body. And that is by, by coincidence, not but that the, it is the, the pineal gland. So they want to get to the pineal gland to try to, I guess, that's all that's been a target for, I guess, always, I guess, the fluoride. Disable, yeah, to sugar, disable. This, the right. pineal gland. 
Yeah, actually, the pineal gland is our connection to the ether, the ethereal world, the world of spirit. And that's why they're targeting the pineal gland. In fact, uh, some people who've taken the Pfizer jab and AstraZeneca, etc., have complained that uh, it seems that I've, my connection with God <laughs> has been lost since I took this jab. Okay, so it's definitely part of the well. It's the Antichrist agenda. There's no doubt about it. It's the Antichrist agenda, and uh, yeah. the globalist banksters are the ones promoting it. Back to you, Michael. Yes, and we can all. I also read articles when they talk about this genocide. They want to genocide, of course, but with, uh, the white Caucasian people because they are this right. So they want to genocide the white nations. That's what they said because they are most, what to say, rebellious to governments. And the one they want to keep the most is the one the Asiatic because they are following, what to say, orders. They are, um, they are, they, yeah, they, they follow orders. They they are not so rebellious toward governments. They they live with those tyrannical governments. Yes. That's what I read. So, yeah. yeah through, throughout history, that has been the case. Uh, China has had nothing but uh, emperors and dictators <laughs> throughout its entire history, right? So the, 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 the idea of representative government uh, never has even occurred to anybody in China, although Chiang Kai-shek of Taiwan uh, you know, had to base himself on Taiwan to try to fight the communists and the communists take over under Mao Zedong, right? So uh, th that's the closest China has ever gotten to having a representative government. That, that's uh, of, uh, They're one of the oldest civilizations on the planet, have never had a representative government. You're absolutely right about that, okay? But let me quote Revelation 18.23 right away here, because this is the source Bloodlines is a biblically-based show, as your folk radio is a biblically-based radio station. And here's what Revelation 18.23 has to say. And this is talking about the destruction of Mystery Babylon. Mystery Babylon is the international banking system, folks. That's what it is. It's the eighth beast of the eight beasts uh, detailed in the book of Revelation, each one of them being... Uh, ridden by the great whore. The great whore is, in fact, the, the banking system that has existed throughout history and has ridden on the backs of empires from Egypt all the way down to the present, okay? The secret cartel of banksters, gold dealers, money lenders, etc. That's what we're talking about here, Mystery Babylon. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee, addressing Mystery Babylon, and the voice of the bridegroom and the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants, it's an empire of merchants, folks. It's not America. It's not Sweden. It's not France, Germany. It's the United Nations under the banksters. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, the richest of the men of the earth. For by thy sorceries were all nations Deceived, And what does sorceries come from? It comes from the Greek word pharmakia. Pharmakia, folks, for due to their big pharma operations, the United Nations and related organizations have indeed deceived the entire world. Your comment, Fritjof. Well, you're right. I can see the Bible closing in with our present physical world, biblical prophecies, they are 
being fulfilled as we speak and, and more is to come. And all this is dawning upon me and and very, very few people realize the scale. They, they just watch the news, but they don't realize what's happening. We have a global genocide ongoing. And I warned a, a, a friend of mine in London, UK, he's a Christian, but I've actually started, I've started hesitating if he's really on, on, on the right side of Jesus Christ, because he is so happy about his profits in e-currencies. And I told him, hey, if you're exterminated by this COVID jab or the nasal swab or the face mask, you, your profits in e-currencies won't help you. Right. And I'd, I advise you to wake up. Very few people understand this enormity Dr. Carrie Madej does it, Mads Palsvik does it, and that's why we work very, very hard, but we are censored, censored, censored heavily, and I, I advise strongly people to wake up, but above all, repent and turn to Jesus Christ, because God is actually pouring out his wrath on the world That's as correct. we speak. And if you're on the wrong side, you will be exterminated and then put in hell. Yes, very yes. good. Okay, so uh, I've been teaching this uh, for 30, 40 years now, that uh, they plan on having a cashless society, which means they plan on going to, well, uh, apps on your cell phone. You do your banking by your cell phone, uh, not in person. Uh, interestingly enough, part of the social distancing uh, idea, that's been occurring uh, a long, long time uh, because of cell phones. Now, I understand that cell phones came into existence uh, in Europe much quicker than they did here in America, because uh, we, America is just loaded with landlines, with telephone wires, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so cell phones caught on quicker in Europe because, uh, because of the lack of infrastructure. Correct me if I'm wrong. So people, they don't realize that the radiation from these cell phones is affecting their brains, their bodies, and their reproductive systems. Michael, your comment. Yeah, and I can also here put some from Sweden. Both me and Fritjof know that Sweden is among the most... Uh, we use our phones very much, and we are very, what to say, they are very proud to say that we have the most computers per capita, we have the most, you know, phones and stuff like this, and this would bang, bang via your phone. Yes, that is, a, that is something that is true for, I guess, all the banks in Sweden. They, yeah, they have some office, of course they do, but that's, that's modern how it, and it's also this new, not new, this when you use, when you're transferring money by your phone, they call it Swish. And that is also, people almost get, um, at least when I say, no, I don't, I, I use cash. They almost get uh, pissed at me that I won't use cash. Oh, I never get rid of it. I never get rid of it. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Well, what if, you, what if the net goes down? Yeah, right? exactly. Never think yeah. about that. And yeah. think about those those ideas that maybe some maybe the net goes down, maybe something but they I don't know, they are too comfortable. They are too oh, numbed yeah. away. I don't know, Fitchov could also give me some good testimonies also I guess on this that people in Sweden are very I don't know, they are so compliant with um, with the banksters and also this with the what do you say? Uh, this we are the most cashless society in in the world. Sweden is. We we barely use our uh, the cash. It's it's getting uh, yeah. And Wallenberg has been pushing that very hard, and he has been. 
kind of successful, unfortunately, because he is waging war against the banks that has used cash. That's right. USAR has been his targets. Yes, yeah, and so the cashless society is part and parcel of the radiation. It's it's a radiation cash, because uh, it's not cash, but it's radiation money, for lack of a better term. We can't, this has been planned for decades to force us into a system where, number one, they wanted to take gold and silver out of circulation because gold and silver have always competed against paper money. And this is why the banksters have always taken gold and silver out of circulation and substituted their banknotes. So the, so the process of replacing gold and silver with banknotes and now has become a process of replacing even cash, even paper money with, uh, with uh, well, uh, digital currency. Digital. It's just, it's just blips on a computer screen. So uh, Fritjof, the friend of yours who, who, who likes his Bitcoin, does he realize that if the net goes down, his Bitcoin will be at a, wiped out? I don't know how much he really understands because he lives in UK and and, and oh. I'm here. We we communicate a little, but he is blinded by richdom. He 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 grew up. I'm quite sure, quite poor, and now he has an opportunity to make profit, and and he's not greedy. Uh, he's he's looking after his best interests, which he believes is to increase his wealth. And, and at a certain point, yes, that is absolutely right. There's nothing wrong to better yourself. But Jesus also warned of, of, of profit. You can't serve God and mammon at the same time. And uh, so he's investing his time in, in, in making himself more e-currency rich. Right. <laughs> Well, it's a hedge and against. My, hang on, hang on. I put in my time warning the world becoming poorer in, <laughs> in, in the world standard, right? Right, right. Well, everybody wants to have a hedge against the future. You know, that's why people have retirement funds, and that's why many people are investing in Bitcoin. It's not necessarily a question of greed, it's a question of simply protecting yourself. However, the Bible also predicts a time when uh, money will be entirely worthless and people will be throwing their money in the streets because they'll, they'll be wanting food and protection and lodging uh, and toilet paper and they won't be able to buy it because the society is going to collapse to such a great extent. that the, And we had a taste of that at the beginning of COVID, didn't we? The, uh, the run on toilet paper, a global run on toilet paper. Can you believe this, Michael? Yeah, but that was, I don't know, they made preppers out of um, every common people within minutes. I don't know. I don't know if they did try something. It, of course, they did learn something from that, from to making people to run for toilet papers out of everything. Yeah, unfortunately. And that's uh, when you go back to the biblical. I also think it's so uh, when you read about this Mr. Babylon system, that is the Rothschild, they are the head of this. They see that who is the one that going to mourn when they burn? It is the merchants that will right. mourn, not we. We will not mourn when this, when their their magic wand goes away, because now it's a magic wand for them. They create money, whatever they want, and that nothing backs it. So it's just they hyperflated away. 
and realize how much money has been printed in America for just during this first half year, something enormously much. I heard it's very much in a way. Yes. Isn't that... Well, inflation, hyper, it's a hyperinflationary period that we're going through right now. No, Absolutely no doubt about it. But here, let me quote Revelation 18.24, which addresses the genocide issue. And in her, that is Mystery Babylon, was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. All right, so it's connecting Mystery Babylon, the banking system, Big Pharma, and genocide, folks, right there in those two verses. Revelation 18, 23, and 24. How few Christian theologians are even aware of this. They never refer to Revelation. They don't connect to Mystery Babylon to the international banking system. They don't connect all this genocide to Big Pharma. They believe in these institutions, and they think that a good Christian should believe in these institutions. We say, no, you cannot put any faith as Fried Job said, in mammon. You can put no faith in mammon. You cannot put any faith in their money system. You cannot put any faith in their phony big pharma medicine. You simply cannot. Uh, back to you, Fried Job. No, you're absolutely right. This is, when you realize the crime, fractional reserve banking, then you realize that all the banks all over the world, they are bankrupt. Uh, and this means... Joe, if he deposited $100,000 at his bank, sorry, then there is no money. And, and, and follows, there would be no pensions either. So from a bankster perspective, how to solve this? Because people, they will become terribly disappointed. Joe, he thought he had $100,000, but, but the, the, the money's gone. Money's gone. And there would be no retirement. So, so in America, people are well armed. They might actually take out their guns and, and complain physically towards their politicians. And they mm -hmm. might hang the whole Federal Reserve, which they deserve. <laughs> That's right. They do deserve it. But, 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 but then the Fed, the Federal Reserve, they, they pre-strike in a Pearl Harbor with a COVID jab, and the nasal swab and the face mask. Okay. The, the, Look Warfare is extremely cruel, and America has so far been used to win, always to win, always to win, but now they are at the crosshairs of an extermination campaign, and most Americans don't realize this. That's right. That's right. Uh, and the fact is, the reason why the international banksters have targeted America and the American people is because of our Constitution and our Christian heritage. Because the Constitution gives us the right to keep and bear arms against any invader and against any criminal that might attack our homes, okay? And this goes in, uh, in part and parcel with the militia concept. The American people, every state has a militia and every sheriff can organize a posse of militia members. That, and the militia is nothing but every male, and we can include women as well, who are old enough to uh, shoot a gun, in the, and defend their territory, defend their state, their county, their country, etc. This is the same concept. It's a biblical concept that goes all the way back to the 12 tribes of Israel in the Old Testament. They did not have a standing army. 
our, our Constitution prohibits a standing army, yet we have a standing army anyhow. How was this standing army created? By manufactured wars, World War One, World War Two, etc., were manufactured by the banksters. It was not a, a conflict between nations. It was a manufactured conflict so that they could gain power over these nations. So every nation on the face of the earth has now submitted itself to the United Nations, which is not a representative government, folks. And the World Health Organization was one of the biggest uh, outfits of the United Nations, which is, well, let's look at it this way. You have the Bank of International Settlements. You have uh, the World Bank. You have the International Monetary Fund. All of these are part and parcel of the United Nations. So here again, we see it's the international banksters with their phony government, their, dicta their dictatorship of wealth and governance is the term they use, governance, because they are not a representative government. And they realize that America is the last and actually the only Christian Republic on the face of the earth, and it's the only thing standing in the way between them and total control of the planet. Your comment, Michael. Yeah, we can also this, like as you said, this First and Second Amendment. We have nothing like that in Sweden, so we don't have any. As you said, this biblical that the Israelite had. When you read in all extra biblical book like Flavius Josephus, you see that they didn't have an army that they had. They just put on. Then they they amassed them among the people. That's how the Israelite worked. They didn't, and the army is also for me. Uh, how I view it, a bit of the centralization. Of the power, they want to control it because a militia they can't, I guess, can't really control. No, so they can't. That's why they want to centralize it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and, go and ahead. in Europe, I guess, yeah, we were when we had the, the our monarchs. That was also a target when we read in the in the in the yeah the protocols of the elders of Zion. They say that that was one of their primary targets with rid of the monarchs, and they have done that after the Second World War. None of the monarchs in Europe they still exist. Yeah, example, we have one here in Sweden, but he had no power, and I doubtful about his what do you say heritage, maybe. So. Yeah. An allegiance, is, <laughs> a true allegiance, right? Yeah. <laughs> Are yes, they aligned yes. with the so, New World Order so, or with Sweden? Back to you. Yeah, so we has had had this republic, um, what do you say, biblical uh, Christianity and yeah, Christian monarch in 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 Europe, but that was destroyed because the monarch was a defender. He did defend the people. You know, when, when someone making when a moneylender Edomite came and moneylender made made a lot of problems. They throw them out, and that has happened in Sweden as well. That was the, the Swedish kings were known for that to throw them out. Uh, yes. At least the previous one, they did that. They throw them out. They, if they found them out, they they ask them, "Hey, please leave." Yes, very that doesn't good. happen anymore. Now we invite them. Yeah, all right. Well, because we, they they invite themselves in with their money. That's how it works. But Fritjof, I want to get back to a statement that you made, uh, where you said. Oh, all the banks are bankrupt. And what do you mean by that? Because the average listener would not be able to comprehend the idea that banks are bankrupt. Uh, what do you mean by that specifically? Are you talking about the fact that it's mere funny money, fiat money, and that they can confiscate your wealth by, as they did in Greece by simply closing your account, even without your knowledge? Over to you. All right. Um, the crime is fractional reserve banking. Okay. And um, 
In America, 19, 1830s, 40s, it was a criminal offense to for a bank to lend out a deposit. The only way a bank could lend out money in that time was first two options. Two. One was to sell bonds. And, and and then from that revenue, from the bond money, lend money, um, or if the owners of the bank uh, uh, um, added capital which they lent out. But and if a if a banker violated that law, the banker was hung, and rightly so. So what is fractional reserve banking? It is simply when the banks lend out someone's money which he she has deposited at his bank account let's say mr smith walks into his bank he deposits one thousand dollars then the key word is capital requirement the bank is then required by law to say, as an example, to keep 10%, that means the bank can lend out 90% would be 900 US dollars. Yes. And that is an enormous problem because Mr. Smith can at any time walk back to his bank and, and withdraw his money. And, and that is okay as long as one individual does it. The banks lend out money without asking the deposit holders, are, 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 are we allowed to lend out your money, Mr. Smith? They don't ask that. They just do it. And uh, that creates, that increases the, the, the volume of money because Mr. Smith, he has his $1,000. He deposited them at his bank. He counts on them. But the, the, the bank lent out $900 to, to Mr. Jones, and Mr. Jones uses those money. And then the money recirculates because money is either, either consumed or invested, so the money will go back to the system, hence the bank system. So this leads to an enormous increase okay. of, of, of money. Let me interject here because uh, most Americans are aware of what the concept of a run on the banks and I don't know if that has happened all that much in Europe, but here in America, you're exactly right. The, the banks only have to keep 10% or less. Today, the, the, the fractional reserve, and that's what we're talking about, the reserve system is even less than that. I, I think it's even less than 2%. It's almost nil, okay? But from a fractional reserve system, the banks had to keep a certain percentage of cash on hand. And so when the economy begins to collapse, well, Mr. Smith goes to his bank and takes out his $1,000 because he's afraid he's going to lose it, okay? And uh, But then Mr. Jones comes by and he realizes, well, the $900 he borrowed never really existed, so he's out, he's out in the cold. He gets nothing. And this is what happened to the, uh, to the American people in 1929 and the 1930s when there were runs on the banks, okay? Because this is fraud, folks. Banking is fraud.
So now the entire process is now pure fiat money. They simply print money. People are used to having paper dollar bills in their wallets, etc. And so they just assume that this money is legitimate. But it's not legitimate. It's called fiat money. The bankers simply print money, spend it into circulation as if they worked for it, which they did not work for it. We still have to work for our income. They do not have to work for their income, for their spending ability. And everybody is, that's why we have inflation. Correct, Fritjof? Absolutely. Um, fractional reserve banking is the most gigantic fraud upon human mankind and inflation I'm very disappointed with Mr. Craig Hemke I want to publicly Mr. Craig Hemke <laughs> just had an interview with Mr. Greg Hunter It was this interview was published today and Craig Hemke tried to explain inflation and Inflation comes from one source and one source only. It comes from fractional reserve banking. Inflation is a crime committed uh, by in America by the Federal Reserve Bank and in Sweden by the Swedish Riksbank, our central bank. Inflation is organized crime uh, and it is the central banks which, which commit this crime, which monitor this crime and, and which... Uh, administrate this crime and we the people we are in the hands of real scum and they plunder and they steal uh, in a very organized way this is organized crime the yes. very pure definition of it and mr jones he will be very disappointed when he goes to the bank and realized it realizes that his one hundred thousand dollars which he deposited at the bank he will get a fraction of it, say 2%. Right. Maybe. <laughs> so he will get his rifle and march on Washington, D.C. And that is why Mr. Jones needs a jab to, to steal him. Right. The, the, we are at the end of a monetary cycle, and, and the banksters have initiated this extermination campaign. And, of course, it start, this extermination campaign started in America because America is the shining hill, is the shining city on the hill. And, and if you are gone, the whole world is gone. Yes. Back yeah. to you. Uh, yeah, Michael. So uh, given what uh, the two of us have just said here and the nature of the banking system and cashless society in Sweden, is it not the case that without the government of Sweden underwriting this fractional reserve banking system and cashless society, the, the banksters could not do this. So that there is a cooperation between the government and the banksters to plunder the people. Over to you, Michael. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, if not the governments of the, uh, I guess, in both in Sweden, in in the rest of Europe and in America, if they wouldn't have, would they say, because those... Um, uh, those one that owns the bank, they like to work from up, from the top. They work from top. They work on our leaders to get themselves comfortable, and then they um, yeah, put put forth the law. So it makes those uh, illegal actions, uh, would I say, um, yeah, legal at somehow. 
Uh, right. Because here in Sweden, it is, they would say, it is the business banks that does the crime. They are the one that put, up, put out the money. And, um, and it has been, it is uh, because they have probably bribed the, the officials at somehow to get that's, them. I know in America, correct. they use blackmail to get to, to, yeah. to the president then because he had an affair with Mary Peck, I think it was. <laughs> right. Yeah, Wilson had a, right. And that's how they got him to sign the Federal Reserve Act. Right through uh, through blackmail. This is yeah, how the bankers operate. Yeah, back to you. Yeah, either blackmail. I guess also that was how how the would you say the bank of what's in England also was created by this would you say this uh, whore that went around around the, the lords and and uh, and yeah yeah and where yeah, okay. them, would you say so the Rothschilds right. uh, yeah did the same there. Yes. Uh, again, uh, going back to the Book of Revelation. The reason why the banking system is called the great whore is because, number one, they use bribery, extortion, blackmail, and assassination to, uh, to influence governments, to influence government officials. So no government is safe from these banksters. But they also, when they're infiltrating a government for the first time, they use prostitutes to compromise public officials. They've been doing this for 7,000 years. I hope people are yeah. listening. They've been doing and this not, for 7,000 years. Back to you, Michael. Yeah, if we look in the time of uh, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, when he walked the earth, he did overturn the table of the moneylenders. They had the same operations doing it in Babylon. That's where they got their, they had the clay tablets, I guess. Yes. Instead of now the electronic uh, shekels, they had the clay tablets right. and they realized that, well, people come in with gold to us, but they never get them. So now we just give them the clay tablets. And that was how this fractional reserve banking was invented. It was in, in Babylon. And it, and it was our people, the Israelites, were, were as were in bondage there. Those people run Babylon, I guess. The Israelites, yes, oh, they, run they were it. in, in yeah. power there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I like that expression, electronic shekels. That's what we have because they can inflate electronic shekels without anybody noticing, right? They could, if, if we actually had physical cash and you see that cash is everywhere and the reason why we're having uh, lumber prices three and a half times greater than they were a year ago, yes, in America, I don't know how that's going in Europe, America, we don't have a lumber shortage, but uh, the price of lumber has shot up to three and a half times higher, whereas a piece of plywood would have cost $10 two years ago. It's now $40 for no good reason. The supply has not changed, but the money supply has increased. As Frechoff had just explained, it's the unrestricted supply of money put out by bankers and here's an additional fact that people need to know which economists do not talk about the banksters who spend this money into circulation get full value of that money before it actually uh, circulates into the economy and uh, causes prices to rise okay so they get uh, the full benefit of the current price where the rest of us when we collect our paycheck that uh, the money has already circulated and the inflation has already set in. So, Frechoff, maybe you can uh, compare what's going on now to Weimar Germany that had the hyperinflation or any hyperinflation in history to make people understand what we're talking about. Over to you. Right. First, 
just a general statement to, to make this easy for people to understand. Amateurs, they rob a bank. The pros set up a bank, right? Yes. Um, so in Germany, the, the German hyperinflation started very carefully. The first signs were in 1922. And at that time, the prices were normal. And uh, we need to understand that this was after the First World War. Uh, there was poverty, as always, after war. And then within months, the price of everything shot up, hence inflation kicked in. And 1924, the, the inflation raged uh, out of control. And at that time, I can give you an example. This is actually not funny, so don't laugh at it. Uh, a man, he walked into a restaurant, and of course he was well off because regular people could not afford to eat in the restaurant. They were begging on the streets. So he walked into a restaurant and he ordered a meal or, or a dessert. No, a cup of coffee was it. So he got his cup of coffee and he paid. And then he decided to have another cup of coffee and he paid but then he paid more. Yes. And he complained. And the waiter said, sorry, sir, you should have ordered two cups of coffee immediately because the prices are increasing. And this is what's uh, coming yeah. to the world now. We will have either global hyperinflation, German style, German Weimar style, Yes. Or there will yeah. be a global deflation. And Mads Palsvik and I, we discussed this, and, and he's, he's of the opinion we will have a global hyperinflation. And we will have a global hyperinflation unless there is a monstrous, terrible, biblical stock yeah. market crash right. when everything goes down to zero. So either or, Mr. Jones. Yes. That's incredible you, that... Uh, yeah, that the Please. coffee, the price of a cup of coffee could go up between servings, right? <sighs> but it, it got so bad that uh, the German people had to have a wheelbarrow full of Reichsmarks to buy a loaf of bread. Okay, that's how at bad it end, got. Pastor James, at the end of the German hyperinflation, they didn't bother to count the notes; they weighed them, right? Uh, and, and and they. Uh, they had uh, straps of, of, of um, they have bundles of, of, of notes. Right. And that was how they counted the money. And people get poor in inflation. So, so I'm not in the business of entertainment. I'm not saying this to make people laugh. This is cruel brutality, oh, yeah. in reality. So people, you better watch out. And this is a crime organized, executed by the Federal Reserve. And you Americans, you're in the crosshairs of your own government. That's correct. That's correct. To be exterminated, to be robbed, as well as in Sweden, as well as everywhere else. And I warn you, Mr. Klaus Schwab, he's the villain. Yeah. He's, the, he's, the, he's the spokesman of this crime syndicate. And they meet the Davos 
annually. Yes, yeah, and uh, other places too. So, uh, Michael, uh, maybe you can connect the dots for people between this international banking system and big pharma, which is, you know, there's a reason why they chose the end of 2019, beginning of 2020, to deliberately collapse the economy, okay? And I think the reason they had to uh, create the the global uh, pandemic is to hide the fact that the economy is collapsing and blame it on something else. Your comment, Michael. Yeah, and my first comment when you discussed Weimar Republic is this. Wasn't that the first democracy? <laughs> right, and could you, be. Yes. Yeah, and you saw how that ended. It ended in failure, utter failure. So yes. democracy doesn't work. Case closed. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then, as you said, yeah, the bank, That's this is the problem. Uh, not yeah, the House of Rothschild, they have been, yeah, they have basically their own, I don't know how many percentage of the world they own. I had I read some estimate by uh, but that was a time ago. I, I don't remember the numbers he had, but was it more 85, 90 percent of the world they own? Yes. So and then um, they put in in America's case, they have those local agents. They are not the one. They are not what to say the one. Uh, what to say? They are just agents. They are just what to say. They are just uh, um, employed by Rothschild. For example, you have Rockefeller and you have. Have um, uh, J.P. Morgan. They yeah. were what Chase I understand. Manhattan. They were yeah, yeah. All the branch so, banks. And, yeah, yeah. And here in Sweden, that guy is called. Uh, that's the family Wallenberg. They are employed by Rothschild. And then how do they get to then uh, to the um, pharma industry? Well, they are financing the products they want to get into our society. That's when because they sit on the money, so then they can finance. Um, this uh, big pharma and of course all the other debauchery they're doing, pornography, they're financing that because they sit on the money. Would that happen if we had a biblical, if we sat on our money? Never my mind would never happen. Gold and silver. This kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Gold and silver. That's the only money you have. Um, that's money. That's nothing else is money. That's uh, gold and silver is money. Right. Bitcoin is not money. It right. is also digits on a screen. Yes. So well, I have money. yeah, I have in my possession a 1933 paper bill, Federal Reserve note, and on the top of this Federal Reserve note, this this uh, this bill uh, can be exchanged uh, for lawful money at your local bank. So if the bill, that paper bill is not lawful money, what is, Michael? What is lawful money? Well, lawful money for me is gold and silver. That's said in the Bible. That is money. That's real money. It has intrinsic yes. value. Real money has intrinsic value. And the founding yes. fathers of America, and this is a republic, folks, not a democracy. A democracy is basically uh, a rule by the mass media, which is controlled by the banksters, right? They, they, they pick the candidates for you, and you think you have a choice. That's democracy. Republicanism is local rule. For, for example, here in America, the local sheriff who runs the county, he's the representative of the people in that county. He can tell the federal government to ship out and not bother us. You have no power here. 
the county is run by the local officials, okay? And that's the difference between democracy and Republican. We have local accountability, and we have representatives who we can be removed from office at any time. We can recall our representatives. Uh, I don't think that's done anywhere else in the world. It may be exceptions to that. I'm not sure. But uh, when... Yeah, but when a public official just basically uh, is totally corrupt, the people have the power to recall that public official and put someone else in that in that uh, official's place. All right. So so Fritjof, uh, given the fact that the banksters can hyperinflate a currency at will with the government's uh, collusion, what about crashes? Are the crashes historically also engineered by the banksters with cooperation of the government? Over to you. Right. Um, First, today, and then I'll give a a historic example. Um, Today, um, the central banks, they can decide if we will have a global hyperinflation or a global deflation. They have the power to decide that. And if they will fool the world, let's say everyone thinks we will now have a global hyperinflation, so they prepare for that. And then instead, we will get an enormous global deflation. They will be caught on the wrong foot. And, and the banksters, they monitor how people prepare and then they act accordingly. So it actually helps you if you've been in the army because then you can think in, in, in military terms. I view this as an ongoing economic war against people, against, against Mr. Jones. That's correct. Right. Um, so we will see if we will get a hyperinflation or if in the very last moment, we will be smacked with an enormous stock market crash, we shall see. Then a historic example, the crash of 1924 was organized and executed by the Federal Reserve, and it was done by pumping up the economy with credit, and it started in the early 1920s, And that is why you got the roaring 20s, because in the early 1920s, the American, he paid cash if he purchased anything. But then the Federal Reserve introduced credit. And if you consume on credit, what happens? Well, any consumption which is paid cash for is, is, is done today. If you purchase on credit it actually it is actually future consumption which was which occurs today uh, because if you would be forced to save for two years to buy a car the consumption would occur in two years but but if you pay cat if you if you buy money to buy th- th- that future consumption occurs today so when they, the Federal Reserve boosted or fooled, is a better word, fooled the, the, the American economy, pumped it up with credit. Right. right. And it took some 10 years. Then at, at the peak of the bubble, and everything was a bubble, stock market prices, house prices, everything was a bubble. Then all of a sudden they pulled back the credit. And that was the, the, the start of the Great Depression. 
Right. Okay. Within the yeah. Crash 1929. Back right. to you. Okay. Well, the uh, real estate bubble that happened here in America in 2008, uh, we see the run-up to that bubble occurring uh, 2006, 2007, and then it finally crashed in 2008. But all this, as you're saying, was actually planned. They were driving up real estate pl- prices and uh, – increasing investment because the stock market is just as much a scam as the uh, money supply as the money supply itself what they do is they drive up prices Uh, anybody can drive up the price of a particular stock simply by investing in it the more money people invest in a particular stock the more the price of that stock is driven up so the Independent investors look at that, oh, this this stock is going really well. Maybe I should buy, okay? So then the independent investors, they buy, and they risk their money on this investment. But the people who created the, the bubble in the first place always have the option, as you have been saying, to pull their money out and crash that stock. This is what they did to the housing industry in 2008. They created an investment bubble. The average investor got involved. Uh, the hedge funds got involved. The, the, the uh, what do you call it? The, uh, the funds for retired people got involved. They invested their money in the, in the housing bubble. And then the banksters deliberately crashed that, that uh, economy. And reaped the profits. They basically stole the money from all the investors and paid themselves the profits. That's how it works, folks. So I advise, I've been advising people not to invest in the stock market because you never know when they're going to pull the plug. This is exactly what happened in America in 1929. When the banksters, you, you alluded to the Roaring Twenties, The banksters were driving the prices up. They were encouraging people to buy on margin. If people who are economic historians remember those times, in other words, they borrowed money to invest in the stock market. Well, people are still doing that today. They're using their credit cards to do that. They're borrowing money to invest in the stock market. So, in other words, they're leveraging themselves in a really into a really horrible position should this the market crash. Okay, they'll lose everything. All right, and I talked to many people who basically lost everything or half their wealth because of that bubble. Right. So, so Michael, uh, how are things going in Sweden? Is there? Do you see a bubble being created? By the banksters oh. there? Yeah, yeah, I we have, of course, that is, as you said, had happened in America before. That's this housing bubble, because you can look at the prices on real estates in, for example, Stockholm. They have shot into the roof for a very long time. And people mm. always believe, oh, it's safe. Nothing will happen. It can never collapse. And <laughs> and all this, those price drives also now start, start to happen in, in the countryside. And I think their future can also fill in with some data on that. But this how we have, a, yeah, a, I believe a housing bubble that's been pumped up by the, our central bank, Riksbanken, and the Affärsbanker, the, the banks that does the business, they have been lending out the money. And uh, so, yeah, there we have a bubble in Sweden for sure. And I can mm-hmm. also make a comment here for, for the crash in 1929, uh, as I said. Uh, in my studies, I have also been reading about one of the invest, one investor called Ivar Kruger. 
and manufactured. And then something that was not, I don't know if it's a coincidence, because two days before the stock crash in, in America, he wanted to get money. He needed money. He needed to get money from the stock market. And then it crashed. And Ivar Kriegel yes. was one of the nemesis to the bankster because he did fight them on their terms. Mm-hmm. So he, so that was also a coincidence that the crash happened exactly when he needed to get fund <laughs> right. to his operation. So right. I think it's not a coincidence. That was something. That, this is often what happened when people. What do you say? They they don't have any money because the the money is just dried up because it's a Rothschild operation. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So getting back to the crash of '29 here in America, what the banksters did, what the Federal Reserve Bank did was they stopped lending money. Okay? So people were buying stock on margin, on borrowed money, but they couldn't borrow money anymore. Now, who caused that? When do banks decide to not lend money? They do that deliberately, folks. Yeah, Yeah, they do that deliberately. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, and we know that wealth never disappears, never disappears, it only changes hands. So this exactly. is a way to get the wealth to, to other hands, to get it to the Rothschilds and their right. agents. That's what it's all about. That was the same thing that was about Krieger. Where did all his possession ended up? At um, Enskilda Banken, Wallenberg. They right, took it. the banks took it, right? The banks yeah. took it, right? And so, yes, uh, our initial point is this is a global scam. People have to understand that the banking system and the health system have been utterly corrupted by the international banks in cooperation with because the banksters have enough money to bribe politicians until the cows come home, which they will one of these days, and they're going to want to have grain or grass to feed on, folks. There is another Great Depression coming. It's unavoidable because every hyperinflation in history has always crashed. All right? Because the economy cannot withstand the constant changes like the price of coffee going up double within an hour or the price of lumber going up four times within a year. That this economy cannot maintain itself under that kind of instability. It simply cannot. Uh, Michael, to your comment, I brought up a, a comment about the Federal Reserve Bank. This is by Gary Richardson of the Federal Reserve Bank of Richmond, Virginia, in an article in which he wrote uh, on the anniversary of uh, Rich, or actually on the date of Milton Friedman's 90th birthday. And Ben Bernanke, who was the head of the Federal Reserve Bank in the aught years of uh, America and into the teen years, of the, this latest century, he, he stated at this event, quote, the worst economic disaster in American history was the Great Depression. Regarding the Great Depression, we did it. Yeah, is, they, they admit it yeah. from the from horse's mouth. They always do, and they brag about it. They can't stop bragging about what they are doing. And right. People doesn't listen. Yeah. Ben Bernanke, November 8, 2002, he was not yet head of the Federal Reserve. He was just a lower official in one of the branch banks. Now, but now, I'm going to read the whole statement here. Regarding the Great Depression, we did it. We're very sorry. We won't do it again. Unquote. Do you believe that? 
know. Of course we do it again. <laughs> Here's uh, chutzpah. That's what yeah. we're using. They have the same tribe again. Here we have them again. <laughs> yep. We know how they are, how they operate. <laughs> yes. So, uh, uh, in other words, they, they're admitting that they cause depressions by, by deflating the money, okay, or by pulling it out of circulation. That's how they do it, okay? And whenever they pull money out of circulation, well, uh, the employees don't get paid, the contractors don't get paid, the businesses who are supplying goods don't get paid. That's what causes the depression. Uh, your, your comment here, Fritjof. No, you're absolutely right. And this is economic warfare against common people, regular folk. This is actually slavery, and this is communism, because if 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 the money, um, if if the supply of money is under central control, as through fractional reserve banking, then we are in a state of communism. Simply because uh, it doesn't matter how hard you work, you will always lose your, the fruit of your labor. Uh, with, with fractional reserve banking, one way or the other, you will end up dirt poor, begging on the streets. And that is, what, that is now what will happen in America. And you guys are not used to that. You're used to work hard and make profit. That's good. But but now the banksters, they're coming for your assets. They intend mm-hmm. to rob you and then exterminate you. Amen. That's Amen. the pro- that's the process going on. Michael, your comment. Yeah, and that's the same also applicable for, I guess, the whole, um, whole white uh, Caucasian people. So it's the same. We are the prosperous people and they want to they want to rob us of our wealth. And same here in Sweden, all the wealth, yeah, it's not in our hands, it's in the bankers' hands, unfortunately, that's that's happening here in Sweden too. Um, they need to, yeah, and unfortunately, this is their, yeah, they pump and dump tactics they use. And I guess also, as, as you said, Fritjof, in this um, interview with Mads, um, you describe it as a, a boxing match. When you have, a, you're going left, right, and it's kind of a boxing match, how you try to, and also, I think, the, as I said, also appropriate when you say this, um, you should, uh, if you study warfare, study, for example, art of war, if you study this, you see these tactics are used still today. They're using it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very good to, so we can analyze, um, because it is a warfare. So they use warfare tactics. They, okay. and those, uh, yeah. yeah. Hold that thought on warfare. I just want to uh, quote, make a couple of quotes from the chat room. Swamp Fox says, the pandemic was scheduled for release in 2030. But the banks slash markets crash got out of hand, so the whole reset power grab got pushed up. I agree with that statement, and maybe Fritjof, you can comment on that. But there's also a fat bald guy in the chat room quotes Haggai, which states, Now therefore, thus saith the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Ye have sown much, and bring in little. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe yourselves, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it into a bag with holes. That's when they had real money, gold and silver. But uh, the bag had holes in it, so he lost his money. So, uh, Fritjof, your comment on the, uh, the, did the banksters have to pull a fast one by uh, creating a distraction called covid or do you think it was planned for 2020 all along? Your comment. As for timing, I cannot comment. That's beyond my scope. But you could, uh, 
you could arrest Janet Yellen and, and, and pinch her bottom with glowing iron and she will speak. <laughs> right. Um, now, the, the pandemic itself is, of course, arranged. Um, that is, of course, arranged. But as for timing, I, I cannot comment. That is beyond my scope. Okay. And I would like to encourage you, Pastor James, that you have an interview with Dr. Carrie Madej because she, she is knowledgeable about, about medis, medical issues. That, that's not my scope. But I want to make some more comments. We have already agreed upon that we have a communist monetary system. We have a communist medical system. But I would argue we have communist everything because we have a communist educational system why do I know these things and, and regular people not? Well, it was because I self-educated in Sweden, but also in America and everywhere. Students are not educated regarding the crime fractional reserve banking. And I had mm -hmm. to sit down and, 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 and breath for air when I realized that on a global scale, all higher education in economy is a fraud. It's a fraud. And that is why Mr. Craig Hemke, Craig Hemke, does not know about inflation. He has no clue about inflation. Mm -hmm. So we are uh, victims of, of, of a sneak communist, communist global attack where the communists, step by step by step by step, have infiltrated everything in society. Yes. And people need to stand up. People need to think for themselves, knock on the neighbor's door and say, Dear neighbor, I'd like to invite you to a steak dinner. I, 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 I uh, free of charge, and, and we can have a couple of beer and talk about this because we have some very ugly things happening Dear neighbor, we need to talk, dear neighbor. Right. Back to you. Well, one of the things that we need to talk about is the uh, mask wearing, the social distancing, the uh, enforced, uh, the what's it call it, the going door to door to make sure people got their jabs, right? Uh, contact tracing, etc. cetera. Uh, this is communism, folks. This is total imperialism without any government representation. The government has been taken over by the banksters, and they tell us how to behave. Uh, this is total... Uh, let me put it this way. Most people will you know, be taken aback by your comment that uh, this is communism. If the banksters are running everything, the banksters are capitalists. Aren't they, Fritjof? How do you explain that capitalist banksters would promote communism? That, for most people, that makes no sense whatsoever. Right. Um, the banksters created communism. I propose to the world that it was the Rock of, uh, uh, Rothschilds who financed Karl Marx, okay. who, who wrote the communist Bible. And... Um, if you want to plunder, you need central control of a country. Then you can steal and loot on a national level. And that is why the banksters introduced communism and socialism. It's, it, socialism is communism. And then a historical, a historical example. Why did the Eastern Bloc collapse? 
Why did DDR, East Germany, a dictatorship collapse? Well, the workers realized that they were fooled by government. Mm -hmm. I had a relationship with, with a lady. She grew up in Eastern Germany. And her father was a high-ranking officer in the East German army. So I, I, we compared East Germany and Sweden, and the, the, the similarities are astonishing. The reason why, the, why DDR collapsed was the workers realized they were stolen. They, they were victims of fraud, so they stopped working. Right. So, so the politicians, not even them, the, even the politicians turned poor because there was nothing to steal because the workers refused right. to work. Amen. And hang on. Then the most important difference between Sweden and uh, DDR, we have the same communist system here in Sweden, but here the communist Swedish system has fooled the Swedish workers to work hard and produce, mm -hmm. which then they lose through high taxes, which is communism, through organized banks, uh, bank theft, bank stock market crashes, inflation, the whole program. So Sweden has managed to perfect communism because <laughs> they have managed to fool the workers to work really hard and then to steal everything from them. And now there is a campaign of genocide when retirees, Swedish pension, pensioners, are actually exterminated in, in the elderly homes right. because we have the communist, the communist pension gulags where they are exterminated in a very discreet way because government doesn't want people to know that. Right. Uh, yeah, Dr. Vernon Coleman of Great Britain has been saying this since this pandemic began. He said the whole purpose, at least one of the main purposes, is to get rid of pensioners by exterminating them in the nursing homes with the with the jab and with uh, you know, whatever uh, excuse they can use. But COVID is the major excuse. So, and we and we know that when this pandemic started, it was primarily the elderly people in nursing homes around the world who were dying. Yet the death rate of the, the, the nations is, remains unchanged. It's just that they got rid of the elderly quicker than normal. That's all that happened. They just got rid of the elderly. And consequently, the governments no longer have to pay their pensions. Right? This is government theft. That's what this is. It's government theft. So, so Michael, uh, well, how did it go in Sweden with regard to the nursing homes? Do you have a similar situation there? Yes, as uh, Fritjof is lying to, yeah, they are murdering the the pen, the the yeah the one in nursing homes. They are doing it the same here. They have, yeah, I have not studied fully, but I see the same the same similarities here too. Because yeah, if uh, the, they are just what do say a liability to the society, what do say because they get their mm -hmm. pension. So they if they get rid of them, yeah, it's, it's good for what do say sort of use the word good for business. Yeah. Um, but, and, um, but let me sorry interject here. But as we lose these elderly people in the nursing homes, 
then there's fewer nursing homes required. People are put out of work, right? The, the nurses and uh, assistants that work in nursing homes and the doctors and the lawyers and the social workers, they start losing their jobs. So the economy slowly collapses. So I see uh, Fritjof, uh, and actually let me redirect it to you first, Michael that rather than a deliberate planned crash, which was 1929, that was a deliberately planned crash, and so was the housing bubble of 2008. Now, because of the hyperinflation that has gotten so terribly out of control that even the banksters don't know what to do, they have contrived COVID-19. Question to you, Michael. Yeah, uh, yeah, they they want to blame it on something because that's what they're going to blame it on when it collapsed. They was oh look, it was COVID. That's the that's what they're going to blame on when and then they will get there. What to say? Big reset because that is something the banks have been speaking about very long time. Yeah. They want this new monetary system. They want a total cashless society. So they're going to blame it. They have yeah. same now. They can also then try to say that well, cash. That's that is getting you get COVID by using cash. They will try to make money dirty yes. uh, but we know that virus doesn't cause diseases that that's insanity right. to think right. that germs but, do yeah. but not viruses <laughs> right and toxins yeah. the original meaning of the term virus is toxin most people don't know that okay yeah so uh, yeah. please continue sorry to interrupt yeah go ahead uh, sorry and um, yes yeah, i said yeah toxins is the thing that makes you sick and it's the cleaning process within your body when you get too much toxin that to get rid of that is, and that's why they can never, um, they can never, um, what do you say? Oh, that's called the, a fever, by the way, the yeah, cleaning exactly. process. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they can never really identify this COVID virus and can never isolate it because it's not possible to do it. They were never able because yes. everything they have is just data generated from databases. Come on. Yes. How can right. you test for something if you don't have one? Yes. A amen. Amen. All right. Uh, uh, Fritjof, I'm going to read a quote to you. This is uh, O.M. Spirit regarding Karl Marx and the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds, Marx's third cousin by blood, uh, Lionel de Rothschild, who was conveniently the MP for the City of London, the uh, Minister of uh, Parliament, I think MP stands for Minister of Parliament, representing uh, at least portion of the city of London, Lionel de Rothschild was a first cousin of Karl Marx. Okay. The, and here is what Mikhail Bakunin had to say about the relationship between Rothschild and Marx. He said this, This world is now, at least for the most part, at the disposal of Marx on the one hand, communism, and of Rothschild on the other, international finance. This may seem strange. What can there be in common between socialism and a leading bank? The point is that authoritarian socialism, Marxist communism, demands a strong centralization of the state. And where there is centralization of the state, there must necessarily be a central bank. And where such a bank exists, the parasitic nation speculating on the labor of the people will be found 
unquote. Do you think that's a uh, a good, honest, fair statement by Bakunin? I believe that is completely true. Um, I have stopped poking in details because I have understood the great picture and time is very, very, very... Uh, short, yes. Time is a short, valuable commodity. But I, I agree immediately with those statements. And... Um, it is the central banksters, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Warburgs. They have initiated communism. They have, have advanced communism. And now, through Professor Dr. Klaus Schwab, they want to complete the world with their communism. And this will be very terrible unless we stop it, of course. People need to wake up. Must If they don't stand up... If they yeah. don't wake up and stand up, they will be robbed and exterminated. That's right. Well, uh, uh, hang, hang on, hang yeah, on. Uh, I want to comment the Swedish genocide on uh, on the pensioners. Um, there is a medical nurse. Her name is Latifa Löfenberg. She went out in public with her full name. She made an interview completely public. Uh, warning the Swedish, warned Swedens that people were dying in at at her facility, mm. and he she explained how and and why it happened, and within two three days she was fired, mm. and then the two medical doctors Mikael Nordfors or Jon Tallinger also started to warn Sweden of an ongoing. Uh, they didn't use the word genocide, but they stated, all three of them, that, that pensioners are, are, are dying and there's no reason for this. And, and, and they did not, they were not, not so clear as I was that gov the Swedish government is murdering for profit. They, didn't, yes. they, they never said that. But now uh, she was fired and got herself a new job. Um, her state today, I don't know. But the two medical doctors, they have actually fled Sweden because they are afraid. They mm -hmm. are afraid. Right. And they don't, they, don't, they don't want to live here because they are being persecuted, uh, because they have stood up and spoken and, and, and exposed a Swedish genocide, which is ongoing. Pension is being murdered. And the Swedish SAPO, hence the Swedish FBI, they, 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 they are part of this crime, of this genocide, because they should know about it and they look away, the scumbags. Yeah, they, are, they are, part of, they are right. part of this extermination and they should be arrested, tried and then hung. Amen, amen. Let me remind people that at the beginning of this pandemic, Hospitals were being bribed to the tune of $9,000 per COVID diagnosis. That's why everybody was diagnosing a particular disease as COVID, even if cause of death was falling out of an airplane, <laughs> right? And uh, likewise, when they were put on a ventilator, they would get up to $33,000 per patient. So this was a, a huge economic incentive, i.e. bribe, to the hospitals, the doctors, the nurses, etc., to falsely diagnose something as COVID when, in fact, it was something else. Your comment, Michael. Yeah, I've heard, I don't know if that's still the case, Ella, that you get so much to call it COVID just for if people die of heart attack, if people die of 
whatever it could be. Cancer. So that is saying when you compared uh, Swedish, uh, what do you say, death toll for 2020, we have no, we have, n- is no uh, seen, uh, what do you say, rising in death toll during the 2020. Or death because rate. There is, yes. Because mm-hmm. the, I believe COVID is just, it doesn't exist because they haven't yeah. isolated the virus. So this is just the common cold, the common flu that they want. And then we Grip. can see our ancestor. What were they afraid of? Our ancestor had other stuff to fear than to getting sick. It is so to yes. see how, uh, yeah, how um, pathetic our people has become, unfortunately. Yeah, the Vikings that that uh, that, that raided all of Europe are, are suddenly socialists uh, with their hands oh, out. Uh, yes, they have become socialists, uh, mealy-mouthed socialists who do whatever the government tells them to do. It's hard to believe that the Danes and Swedes have s- sunk this low. Yes, and, then ex- yeah. and then exterminated when they are the retirees. Yes, exactly. Yeah. This is the fate that communi- the globalist capitalist combine, co- capitalist communist combine has given us. All right. That's because people have go- grown too comfortable with socialism. We call it the welfare state here in America. Okay. So instead of working for yourself and building your own nest egg, you rely on government to do it for you. Well, if your government provides you with food, water, housing, and you don't do any of that for yourself, what have you become, Michael? A slave. There you go. A slave. And that's A slave. What, oh, that is right. And, and this, so they start in Sweden, they sell in the soft communism, that is socialism, that is soft communism. And then they transgress to communism, and then, of course, they will end up in, in, um, in uh, now I forgot the word for it, uh, Bolshevism. I guess yes. that is the, and I guess you had a pastor before, Yela, that you spoke with uh, from, uh, was he from uh, Hungary? He said that, that he, he experienced yes. it, that they had so- the socialism for one year and then it was communism. Yeah. And they did it very fast. So he also yeah. had the same, he had also the same experience with it, but he had more, a more, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. Um, I don't remember his name right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pastor Udvari. Yeah, he fled Hungary yeah. because of communism, right? Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, yeah, and so now to bring this home, because we want people to understand the relationship between international banking and communism and the global reset of which COVID-19 is the major uh, tactic, okay? Klaus Schwab, who is a representative of the New World Order, the United Nations, the, the, the biggest banking operation on the planet, is the United Nations organization. And they have been financing communism from the very beginning. They have been financing communist revolutions in the third world. This is fact, folks. This is fact. So why would all these super rich banksters want to finance communism as they have been doing? It's just never mentioned in the mainstream media because they also own the mainstream media. All right? So you're not going to get truth. But hadn't Klaus Schwab himself stated that you will no longer own property and you will like it? Yeah, he has said that. I, yes. Uh, Go ahead. I, I also read that, uh, but I didn't understand that, that, that you earn more money in a communistic system because you, you own everything. You apparently own... Yeah, you, you yeah the government, not you. Money. Yeah, the people don't own and, anything. 
No, exactly. And then yeah. also we see this, I mean, uh, we see also in the Second World War, what did the America, you, um, not you, your banks, they were financing the, the Soviet machine that didn't work. The, the war machine didn't work because you gave them all the equipment. That's and right. same, this to going to war with Japan, I guess that was only a, a show to get to Germany because that was right. the goal. The goal was Germany. So that was why the, yeah, ger get the, Germany. Yeah. the generals that were against the Japanese, they didn't have any resources because all the resources went to Germany. Germany was always the target. Yes, yeah, even in the First World War, because Germany was becoming an industrial machine, which was overtaking Britain, and Britain was used to be an industrial machine in the previous century, but now that had become an empire of uh, marketing, the global empire of merchants of Revelation chapter 18. And they saw Germany as a threat. Therefore, the banksters had to arrange a war against Germany. Okay, with a few minutes left, we only have about four minutes left. Uh, uh, Fritjof, go ahead, uh, wrap it up. What do you, uh, give people the warning that, that they need to hear. So, we are experiencing a global Pearl Harbor where the international communists under Klaus Schwab are attacking humanity through an imaginary pandemic which only exists in television. They are exterminating people through the jab, through the nasal swab, and through the face mask. And it is now or never, stand up, start thinking, shut off the television, go to your neighbor, knock on the door, say, dear neighbor, we need to talk, we have some common problems, and they are corrupt scum politicians, the Federal Reserve Bank, and the present soon hyperinflation, mm -hmm. if we do not get a monstrous, biblical, enormous stock market crash. Yes, yeah. Yes. And we haven't even talked about preparations that we need to make for this eventuality, because this bubble that is being created via COVID-19 and through hyperinflation is going to collapse, okay? Now, one uh, one bank we haven't mentioned yet today is the Bank of England. Michael, you want to comment on the Bank of England as the, you know, the, the number one source of international finance? Yeah, and that's where you have the house of the, what do you say, the Bank of England is, uh, that's where Rothschild did, where they were first originated everything, where that was the bank that's, Everything started with. Yes, that's also they are also located in the what do you say in the city of London, not in London itself, but the city of London. That's where it's located, and that's I guess the Rothschild have is there where their headquarters are. That's where to point the fingers because that's, there's where the power sits. That's the city um, within uh, the city. Yes, yeah. Go ahead, Mr. James. Yes, Sweden was the first country in the world with a central bank. Really. 1670s around that time so sweden is a cornerstone of this crim criminal global enterprise hmm. did not realize that yeah we'll have to, uh, have to study that uh something i'm not aware of so and yes uh, michael what you said is absolutely 100 percent correct the bible talks about three foul spirits three unclean spirits and it's uh, and what we have we have the vatican in rome which is an independent country 
within Italy, we have Washington, D.C., which is independent from the country of the United States of America, and we have the city within the city of London. That's where all of the banking operations are centrally located. That is a sovereign territory. The Queen of England must ask permission of the Rothschilds to enter that territory, folks. Those are the three unclean spirits of the book of Revelation, and these are sovereign countries that one is the financial empire, the other is the religious empire, the false prophet, and the third is the uh, governmental and military empire because the world uh, is, is run through the American military. Not for long, all right, because the, we are being bankrupted as we speak. So, Frechoff, Michael, thank you for your contribution to today's interview. We hope that this discussion goes viral because people need to understand who their real oppressors are and stop blaming the wrong people, okay? It's not, it's not Antifa. It's not white supremacists. It's not racism. It's banking. Those are the real criminals of the world. Thank you, gentlemen for being on the show today. Thank you, Pastor James. Thank you, Michael. Okay. All right, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, We hope that this message can get out. Uh, We'll be posting it on our website, Eurofolk Radio, and Freechoff will be posting it on his various sites. And so we need this message to go viral because it's crucial that people understand who the real enemy is, who is trying to kill them. They need to know who is trying to kill them. Thank you. Take care. Yahweh bless everybody. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Gentlemen, um, I need to go to the washroom. All right. (laughs) Okay. Don't forget to turn off your camera. All right. So, yeah, this is an incredible situation. It's amazing how few people in the world understand what we just talked about. It's just, I'm baffled. Yeah. I'm completely baffled.